Hello all, welcome to the Literacy Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 266, and today I'll be talking about some old fan theories from Steven Universe. I'm GC13. And I'm David. Now, when I say old fan theories, I of course mean discredited fan theories. We are going to be talking about a couple theories today that, while untrue, were held as at least possible by some people at points earlier in the show's development. I'm really excited to go back into these because as I just like poured through old forum posts on Reddit and even on the Steven Universe wiki, it was really beautiful to see the passionate discourse that used to happen on things. And it's even funnier when you have, you know, a far future perspective, knowing just how stupid all those people were and how smart you are now, knowing everything that happened in the show. Yeah, you really went full historian on yours. <laughs> I, I really wanted to see what, what the populace, uh, you know, what they learned over time. So I'm really excited for mine. So what fan theory did you pick, David? I picked the theory that Rose Quartz is lion. Now, honestly, this is still plausible. No, obviously it's not. Um, <laughs> you know, Rose Quartz is at minimum Steven, and she's at minimum Pink Diamond. But but back in the day, especially, you know, in the earliest parts of the show, show when we first saw Lion, we knew that Rose Quartz was, uh, was a person, obviously, Steven's mom, and that she had given up her physical form, in, in Greg's words, to make Steven. And so immediately after seeing this Pink Lion, we knew that there was some connection to Rose there, right? And so people immediately had ideas about, well, maybe Rose was, you know, practicing to make hybrid gem organic life things, right? It was the practice for Steven. Or maybe somehow a part of her is in Lion. You know, people weren't sure. Some people weren't even sure that the gemstone itself couldn't have been broken somehow during the actual producing of Steven. And so maybe half of Rose was Lion, weirdly. There was a lot going on. Yes, I do remember that people got really hung up on the I'm going to become half of you. There were lots of people who seemed to misremember that line as (laughs) half of me is going to become half of you. So they immediately went searching for where that other half could have gone. You're absolutely right. There were heated discussions and people correcting each other and long quoted, you know, five paragraph essays and people insulting each other about the length of their replies about just misquoting that, which is very funny. And there, there wasn't clarity until Lion 3 came out and that line happened where people kept pointing to that. And then also Rose's Scabbard was pretty fundamental for people developing this theory because we had seen in Lion 2, Lion produce Rose's sword, but then in Rose's Scabbard, I guess people decided that Lion just also stored a bunch of other things and that it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't special there wasn't a, a gem hidden in there right but um yeah. the the theory kept going based on a bunch of episodes right when we got hollow pearl in steven the sword fighter people you know postulated maybe line is actually a projection from rose's gem and maybe even rose's inside of rose's room and inside of lion as well as controlling steven I mean, uh, to be fair, it's not a not a very bad idea when we don't know that the Rose is able to bring organic creatures back to life and in the process turn them pink. I mean, Amethyst had her no-duh moment, oh, that's why he's pink, in Rose's <laughs> Scabbard. Now, right. one, one hypothesis I preferred 
I, I just kind of kicked the idea around, was never never heavy into it. But uh, when I was convinced that Rose was Pink Diamond, I was thinking that maybe it isn't that Lion is the Rose Quartz, but maybe he could be a Rose Quartz. And funnily enough, I'm sure that theory has been out there, but it's not one I saw. Many people didn't agree with you back in the day and thought that oh, perhaps God. Pink Diamond wasn't you know equal to Rose Quartz, right? And so a lot of people, as soon as we learned about Pink Diamond's presence, thought, okay, well, Lion isn't Rose, but Lion is Pink. And so I think yes. that's interesting that even though that seems to be definitely not a possibility now, the fact that it could still be a Rogue Rose Quartz could have been interesting up until the point that we saw Lars die. <laughs> and obviously yeah. the Lions in yeah. Buddy's book, which both kind of almost entirely ruined this theory. Yeah, I mean, Stephen... In in Lars's head, Stephen made it pretty clear Lion's secret origin. We just don't know the very the very fine details, but you know he's a lion that Rose brought back to life. And that would be where it ended, pretty much. This theory would pretty much be discredited and done, except for the fact that I found this incredibly fascinating theory put together by uh, the Tumblr user Your Fossa, and I I <laughs> will recommend that people go uh read it i think we'll, we'll try to link it in the show notes or on the description on youtube but because we've seen steven's astral projection powers be developed over time there's this idea that perhaps all along lion could have been controlled by pink slash rose and it explains a lot there's two things. One that's less important because you could explain it some other way is that lion has a lot of knowledge that seemingly only Rose could have, like the location of Rose's armory. Rose would have had to instruct Lion of all these things, and also, for being a cat, Lion seems to be pretty smart and aware of, you know, he can interpret Steven's speech, and he can sort of guide him as his mentor throughout the show, and that wouldn't be possible if he were probably just a regular old Lion, right? Like, animals in Steven Universe normally act like real animals, so just because they're resurrected, do they suddenly gain magical brain power? We haven't seen that from Lars yet, so that's one place where it's good. But what's even better is the giant plot hole from the Nora tape. Do you remember us discussing the giant plot hole uh, about the Nora tape on this very podcast? I feel like we did. It's the fact that because Greg and Rose didn't know that Steven was going to be a boy or girl, they, they had both names available. And the problem is Steven's tape was already inside of Lion by the time that he was born. And the Nora tape was off in the desert in Pink Diamond's ship. So this theory sort of gives credence to the idea that if Rose slash Pink could control Lion, then Lion could handle hmm. putting the correct tape inside of Lion's mane, and it completely closes the hole. Also, the theory just generally gives us an interesting perspective on Lion throughout the series, because Lion being Rose secretly would make us reinterpret the series in an even stranger way than the fact that Spinel was off on a planet very sad yeah. during every episode. I'm still waiting for a time travel episode where Stephen goes back in time to the time of Arcade Mania and leaves his metal mutt behind in the sand there. So maybe while he's time traveling, he can put the correct tape into Lion. <laughs> that would be a very Adventure Time-esque. I don't, I don't remember the name of the episode, but they basically did an episode entirely to retcon the fact that Simon wasn't wearing a crown in the alternate farm world uh, episode, like that all happened. And then somehow a fan or someone online must have pointed out, hey, you guys like had an animation error or a background art error 
the crown should have been on the like alternate world Simon, and they actually had Prismo like do <laughs> in like a video editor <laughs> of the universe's timeline c- correct that issue, which was hilarious. Nice. But I don't um <laughs> I don't know. It it feels like it's definitely just an oversight in the same way that Greg's yeah. bald head inside of Lion's Mane, right, in the in the photo frame. He shouldn't have been bald at the time he was hanging out and taking a picture with Rose. Of course, that Rose picture could have also been the painting on the wall, whatever. But hmm. yeah, there are holes in Steven Universe. But this is interesting because we've built on all these factors that might add up to something meaningful. Like because Lion has been such a long-standing mystery that they still haven't resolved. And because we've gotten the astral power introduced without that much payoff for it. Like, there's a few combined factors of, like, Rose's relationship with organic life and the extra powers that Pink Diamond has that I feel like could pay off in this big reveal about Lion later. It would have a lot to do, though, a lot of work ahead of it, though, to make us, you know, reconsider the whole she's gone line. Because most people want Rose to be truly gone, because that was kind of like the point of change your mind. Yeah. Or at least Steven's uh... point to White Diamond. So it'd be weird for them to take that back. Pink Steven hammered that home. But the thing is, in the Nora tape, we actually get an extra line from Rose Quartz, where she says, we can't both exist, but I won't be gone. Which is a slightly alternate way of the way she says, I'm going to become a part of you. But it's sort of an interesting line to get a spin on that much later in the series. Even though then that Pink Steven says she's gone, Rose herself said she wouldn't be. Hmm. So is Rose Quartz's lion truly debunked? Maybe not. I mean, there's always, always going to be fan theories. However, the theory that I chose to talk about, we can say, has been squarely debunked, unfortunately. The theory I wanted to talk about today was the early idea that Pearls were Homeworld's techies, and that when Peridot showed up in Warp Tour that Peridots were the replacement for Pearls. Pearl 2.0, if you will. It's funny how little we knew about Pearls, and so basically any quality that Pearl had, as soon as we had the idea as fans that gems existed as, as multiples, that there were multiple types of any of the named gems we had, that, okay, Pearl's good with science stuff, so that must have been what the technicians were, and it could have been an interesting setup between her and Peridot. Yeah, Pearl was... So atypical for a Pearl that we got completely the wrong idea about them. But actually, there were holes in this theory beginning to be poked. Like, I know that by the time the preview for Back to the Barn came out, you know, we could see Peridot clapping to dismiss Pearl, saying, that will be all. I'm like, I mean, it was it was pretty obvious by that point. I'm like, okay, she is obviously treating Pearl like a servant. And I know there were even a couple people who were like, no, no, pearls are definitely techies, and they, they didn't want to hear any of it. But I, I think by that I mean, point, even before the preview had come out, people were thinking, eh, I don't think so. There were a lot of qualities about Pearl, though, that didn't suggest her being a, you know, servant first, though, right? Like, her fighting ability, her focus on sword fighting and form, even her hollow pearl, all suggested that Pearl was somehow built for, you know, fighting, until, of course, yeah. in you know, her song, Do It For Her, she kind of explicitly tells us that she wasn't built for fighting. And so it was hints like that, uh, hints from as far as even Lars and the Cool Kids, just the fact that Pearl stores things, and we don't see other gems do that, that were our earliest hints. I'm not sure if I count that as a hint. Now, what I think was definitely a major hint was the chore wheel from Keeping It Together, that Pearl genuinely likes doing servant-like tasks. That was a 
that was a pretty clear indicator of what pearls are actually like. Right, her chore chart was not of someone, not of a regular person's enthusiasm for chores. Yeah, badger clops, she ain't. Yeah. Uh, We could have chalked it up to her, you know, she's kind of not neurotypical, and so a lot of those idiosyncrasies didn't necessarily add up to her being a servant. And I think the turning point was, of course, basically just Peridot explicitly telling us that pearls were. Again, you're like, okay, so she's she's picking up after... Actually, even in... You mentioned Steven the sword fighter for the lion theory. I, I also like the cleaning up messes is one of Pearl's favorite things to do. And at that point, you're like, oh, Steven's just a dumb kid. He doesn't understand. But then you later on see she's always cleaning up after him. And then she even, again goes so far as to say she likes doing those things. Come on. I thought I thought that was really interesting that it turns out that Stephen was right. She does enjoy cleaning up messes. <laughs> I think the one interesting piece of, even though it's like a seemingly meaningless theory now, there's still the thing we don't know about, which is all of the weapons for the gems. It's yes. still weird that our Pearl is able to create spears on her own and have them modified weirdly by bismuth and yet does that apply to our other servant pearls we know why is it that you know gems even of a certain type can still break from that mold rose quartz was seemingly convinced that only humans really knew how to change or were built to change which is why she felt she had to create and become a human herself yet All of the crystal gems have demonstrated the same human-like ability to change, even Pearl, uh, not staying as a servant and basically becoming something that we wouldn't even recognize as a servant until, you know, obviously much later in the series. So I think that's interesting. If only Rose had known that you don't actually have to be a human. I don't know if this show's really trying to play to that point, but I I feel like it is because Steven points out to, to his fellow gems their capacity to change and... Rose was kind of wrong in that. So what does that mean for the identity of these specific gems? I wonder how much that'll be dwelled on in Steven Universe future. You know, I think part of Rose's problem was she might have been suffering from imposter syndrome. Like, so much of what she was doing was playing the part of the wise leader. I'm I'm certain she was taking a lot of what she learned from watching Blue and Yellow and putting her own kind spin on it when she put on the persona of Rose Quartz. And I guess she just wanted to be that for real. I, I don't think she ever felt comfortable as herself. Like, again, just the way she said, I'm not a real person, and we need to talk. Like, that hit her hard. Right. She she was obviously struggling almost probably as much with her identity as Stephen has throughout the course of the show we've seen. But for Pearl, I find it fascinating that she was able to develop all the things we see her as in the in early Steven Universe as a technician. Because we see now from flashbacks that Pearl was still pretty limited as long as she was by Rose's side. Like while in one part she experienced freedom like never before, because she didn't have to literally be a servant, it's kind of surprising that she found the time to learn all the technical skills she did. I'm not sure when that happened. Like Was that during the wartime effort? That's definitely when she learned to be a skilled fighter. But I don't know when she picked up the ability to build a propulsion jet engine. Or maybe she was always just kind of smart. And that just came out in Space Race because she actually had access to human books. And she's just good at interpreting books. 
Well, even with gem technology, she's pretty good. She's able to take the uh, escape pod from a modern gem ship and use it to track Peridot through the warp. So she has a very good understanding of the fundamentals of gem technology if she's able to make it do stuff like that. Yeah, and I was about to say as a counterexample, well, she couldn't even unlock the door in the zoo, but that was newer (laughs) technology and potentially good technology because it's a door lock. Yeah, it's like, if she does not have permission to get in there, so she would have to literally hack it rather than simply operate it. Right, but she's good at building machines because she, like, built that EMP that could disable Peridot's robots out of just spare parts washing machine. And it seems like gems are just the ones that are technical. I don't know where they pick up those skills from, but they are very good at adapting Earth technology when I think about Peridot's microwave scanner as well. But uh, yeah, I'd, that's kind of a piece of uh, Pearl's history. That would be kind of fun to expand on. Now that we know there aren't more just infinite seasons of Steven Universe left, though, it's kind of sad to think, oh, there can't be an episode of just Pearl seeing how Pearl came to love technical things, you know? That's just something up to the imagination. I'm pretty sure Rebecca Sugar has said that Steven Universe future isn't the end of the franchise, so hopefully something else is coming. Hopefully something cool. Well, isn't that optimistic? (laughs) I wish I could be so optimistic. The series is doing pretty good for Cartoon Network, though. I mean, it's lasted, what, six years and already produced so much. So, Oh, man, can you imagine if Boom Comics did an ongoing series where Rebecca Sugar was the writer and illustrator for Steven (sighs) Universe, the comic book series? It seems like the perfect... like I would lose circular resolution for Rebecca to end up back in comics, but also after the sort of failure of Adventure Time season 11 to happen in comics, even though Adventure Time was a wildly popular series during its height, it, you know, that project was probably just ill-timed, but I'd be afraid for anything to become a comic right now. Anyway, that's enough theorizing about where the franchise could go from here. Uh, join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Uh, Don't forget to leave us a like on YouTube or a view on Apple Podcasts. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.